0: Alright everybody, welcome into another episode of Hacked History. My name is Lucas, I'm here with, uh, well you guys, you know him, you love him, his name's Jake. Some of you hate him, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, Jury's still out on why I hate Jake, but we'll find what? Out. you specifically hate. Me. We'll find out later in the episode, <laughs> jury's maybe. Jury's out. Not that we've been sitting here for 25 minutes getting ready to go. <laughs> but the point is... We are now ready to go. We're recording. We're talking about some uh, some whale shit. No, i was kidding. We're not talking That's about that. whale shit. <laughs> We're talking about some interesting stuff this episode. Uh, but before we get into that, just want to remind you all that you can follow us on Facebook at Act History. You can follow us on Instagram at Act underscore History. You can follow us on TikTok, uh, Act History. Um, we're also on Twitter at Hat History. Uh, you can send us emails at hatchistry101 at gmail.com. And once again, we do appreciate all the ratings out there. And all the people that are still listening, we really appreciate you. Um, you know, yeah. But uh, we know that you can't listen every week, some of you, because, you know, life. But uh, we appreciate you all. Uh, Jake, uh, what do we got going on? Right. Uh, <laughs> You're my <a> fucking pilot. <laughs> I was trying to be like Obama, but I was doing a uh, half assed version. Lucas? Uh, uh, Sasha? Uh... Malia? Go to bed. (laughs) See, you have to start it with that, and then it just takes off from there. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so you might be asking yourself, Lucas, why have you brought me? (laughs) Says here in a recollection. (laughs) Webster's dictionary (laughs) dictionary (laughs) dictionary defines propaganda No. Anyway, so I've been kind of wanting to do this one for a while because of just how genuinely kind of fucking insane. That this topic I'm is. excited. You will be. By the end of it. Either you'll be excited, <laughs> you'll be moot, or you will just be angry. Well I'd be moved to tears. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you will. <laughs> you'll be crying tears from your dick. Anyway. Whoa. 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 No, 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 no. Cause you have to go pay. That's fair. Okay, anyway. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. We're talking, my friend. About the Cod Wars. Ooh, I know. So you mean like you mean like Culver's God? If I <laughs> yes, I like so just to like give fish. You, <laughs> yes, to give you an understanding here, this is not political. This is a literal thing where people got injured and one person died over the course of 1958 to 1970. Is this all about fishing rights? Like, yes. oh god damn it! No, it's actually I skipped a lot of the really technical shit. Okay. That's a fair point because even to myself, I'm looking at that and I was like, ah. <laughs>
1: Well, this no. treaty
0: said, you don't get these rights until 1775. Well, this treaty said, fuck you. I got these rights. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I just want to sort of lay this out for all the British listeners that are here. This is not a dig at your country in particular. This is 100% a dig at the... <laughs> it, it- <laughs> I'm kidding. It might be. Deep <laughs> down, it might be. Because to be honest, y'all acted like a bunch of fucks. Well, <laughs> <this> listen, <laughs> <whole time. laughs> we dig on everybody, though. It's not just British. We've digged on American history plenty. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We hate our country. It's fine. We hate it, but we love it at the same time. That's right. We hate it, and that's why we love it. Anyway. Because it's such a... <laughs> so, to give you some understanding here, they call it the Cod Wars from 58 to 76. The impetus, though. The impetus, yes. The impetus, my friend. You might be asking yourself, when was that start? Well, I'll tell you. Jake, Jake. When was that? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love it, but I hate it. It starts at just a, a wee bit around the 1300s. Just a wee bit. <laughs> just about the 1300s. So, like, I, like, we wanted to bring this to context here. <laughs> this is a war over fish. Specifically Atlantic cod. But have you ever had Atlantic cod before, though? Pretty good fish. I was gonna say, have you ever had Atlantic cod? It is the shit. It's very good. It's very good. I would kill a man for it. I would not. I would. <laughs> well. I'd kill a man for it. Good news for you, Jake, because I've got some Atlantic cod for us to fight over. Live on it. Ado- I'll kill you, my <laughs> hear that's just the sound of me smacking you with a fucking tv screen anyway i got it i got the car there's, yeah. there's just a fucking like, security camera footage from your apartment of me just running out just covered in blood and hands like fish in my hands the wild look in my just, it's full of fish <laughs> all right so uh, to no. understand the importance of something like fish on what is effectively geopolitics because I didn't think I'd have to say that Fish sentence. and geopolitics. Coming up next on C-SPAN. Jesus. Yeah, I could see it. I could definitely be like, we're here up with the director of the Wildlife Defense Initiative Department. Anyway, so, we're but we're talking here, not only is it geopolitics, because this is territories as much as it is land, but we're talking livelihoods of hundreds, if not thousands of people. Okay, so let's start real simple. Yeah. Where is this happening? What's going on? So, for context geographically, we're looking at sort of three major players. There's actually a few more, but three major players overall. It's Britain and Denmark and the island of Iceland. North of them. Iceland, yeah. Yes. Come from the land of the Icelands, no! Yes, thank you. Now we can get <laughs> a- That was just under 30 seconds. We should get a cease and desist from Led Zeppelin. No, we should we're good. We did like five seconds. I think we're good. <laughs> Sail the ships to new lands. Anyway. Yeah, now you're fucking us. Stop. <laughs> right. But the fact is here that with fish, especially in all three of those countries, we're talking sea-faring people. We're talking people that that's a very large part of the economy. Yes. Oh, yeah. It would be the same as cattle ranchers here in America. If, you to give talking it any about the great cattle wars of 1775? You fucking joke about that. That shit actually exists. I know. People have killed each other for cattle raising. But, um... I mean, the fact is that there's just some context here in that seafood and fish in particular were and continued to be a massive food staple for countries like Britain, Iceland, Denmark, all of those countries with a lot of yes, northern sir. coastal area, things like that. So it's kind of a finite resource, as we know. You don't have forever fish. They can the forever breed. fish? We don't have forever fish. But we can have a forever world. FOREVER FISH! Jesus. Sorry. Forever fish. I want to be forever, forever fish. fish. I don't want to live forever. Do you really want to fish forever? forever? That should be the fucking... <laughs> Can we call that the title forever fish? It's forever fish. Yeah, I had right. the, I had some like there will be blood quote for mine that just was there will be cod. But I realized that is some part of it. I think forever parent. fish is definitely... Forever fish is better. <laughs> Alright, so that being said though, as fish... Is a finite resource. Sorry, <laughs> you just fucking can't now. No, no, no. But and specifically these areas where these cod live is kind of fished by multiple countries. It is a lot of competition between three separate countries. As to for who whoever gets the most. to for whoever would be the uh, cod god. Shut down. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to go back to that. It's so (laughs) funny, though. So, like I said, we got to start at the end of the 1300s to really bring ourselves up to speed here. Otherwise, people are going to probably rail us in the comments. People already do, but yes. Exactly. I don't want it to happen. It's going to happen either way, but yeah, go ahead. Fuck it. God damn it. All right. It's going to be in some, like, foreign language none of us understand. (laughs) They're going (laughs) to, like. And honestly, you know what? Good for them. I'll Google translate it. I like the pain. <laughs> I like the pain. You're like a massacre for Google Comments. Give me the pain. You just tears streaming down your face over your keyboard. Why don't they love me? Uh, it hurts so good. Why can't I be like Joe Rogan? <laughs> I'm the cod goddamn. I'm the cod god. All of it's just a Joe Rogan account. This is the experience he's been telling us about. <laughs> so, in search for profitable areas of fishing around the 1300s, the coveted North Sea Cod, it's like the fucking gold bar. Of fish. What are you fucking? <laughs> Coveted, my man. Yes, yeah, anyway. English fishing ships from the north, or sorry, not from the north, from the east coast of Britain, in this case, began operating in the waters around Iceland. The catches in those waters were so plentiful, actually. Like I so said, they're in, is, okay. The, okay, so just to. Go, go ahead. Okay, let's just make sure that we explain this thoroughly, okay? So yeah. they're. Fishing in Iceland's country's territory, right? Basically, so there's, like, big open areas that are fishing fields where the fish basically sort of congregate Okay. Together. Yes, but I think it's important to yeah. at least explain that these com- countries have agreed upon areas in which other countries are not supposed to fish, right. correct? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. That's basically what this is, is that the British from the beginning, even though technically Iceland... Was more or less at this point going to be Danish territory. The Danes basically said, "Hey, by the way, this is our land, our area." And again, this cod is your cod. This cod is my cod. Our cod. (laughs) Just hear the communist national anthem in the background. Actually, they get involved at a point. They do. So the fact is that a lot of these english fishermen at this point you're right we're fishing and operating in the waters around iceland sure and like i said iceland at this point it belongs to the kingdom of denmark it has been in denmark's sort of pocket since 1380 it's been in their stock portfolio for a while there for a long while for their tps reports they're sending and they're creating nfts of it just... right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so they've been in that stock portfolio since they basically had it given to them from the kingdom of norway or taking it from the kingdom of norway eh, give or take you know no, that's like i said that's more or less just for people understand like what you know because yeah still there just, yeah there's a lot of geopolitics lot of here. we're trying not here. to cover because we realize you don't want to listen to it nor do we want to talk about it no but... i really actually plentifully disdain this era of politics especially because i hate it
1: it's yeah. dry
0: and it's like oh we fought a war because your sister wouldn't fuck my sister or whatever and anyway, it's because you didn't want to have birth defects <laughs> pretty much yeah i know damn what do you mean your kid can't have a bulbous forehead damn hapsburg damn straight anyway so that being said because the cod in that area was such a high quality fish because that, that was the good shit yeah was that good shit man you have paid premium for that that the, the, king, the kingdoms of both England and Denmark started getting political friction. Oh, God. The, two, the, the Danes were like, do uh, you want to fuck off? And the British were like, all right, we can fish this wall. It's just not... Ever. I told them I wouldn't rag him, but that, I will. That was like a... That's that like a Cockney accent. I know. I want to kind of assume, like, Middle Ages England had it all sounded like. Not, no, people, oh, well, that is not what it sounded like. Some mixture of Latin and something else. God, shit, it's like, holy shit. Oh, my God. So, from there, there's political tension setting the stage between yep. those two kingdoms. Political <laughs> tension. I started to sound like fucking. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. The next thing that happens is in 1414, Danish King Eric of Pomerania. <laughs> Sorry, I love the name Derek. It is His Royal Highness King Eric. And yes. Eric comes out in a sideways baseball cap with the Yankees on it. Yo, what's up, motherfuckers? I wanna motorboat that girl's tits and smash (laughs) butt in But first I need to be the COD god, bro. Give (laughs) me the give me the t-shirt, motherfucker. Give me the (laughs) t-shirt. And so the Eric at that point, he decides, you know what, I've had enough of this shit from you people. So he decides to ban all Icelandic trade with England. And sent an official complaint to Henry V regarding the intrusion of the fishing boats, because it was a big deal. Hey bro, fuck off. Bro, like the fuck? You're in like my zone, and I'm trying to operate here, man. This Look, is, bro. This bro, is, bro. Shut the fuck up. This off. is my safe Shut up, all the men are talking. Shut <laughs> up, all the men are talking. This is my safe card zone, bro. And you kind of just like, bro. You're kind of in it, and I need you to like uh, not be in it. Bro, you're bro. like snatching on my glizzies, bro. <laughs> I need you to, I need you to no. tone it down a bit. But yeah, that, in it, that's verbatim Bro. fucking Dude. document. <laughs> Bro, you're snatching my glizzies. I need you to stand Bro, up. you're snatching my glizzies. I need you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, so... Wait, what does is, what is King Henry say? King Henry... <laughs> Henry V, in his proper fashion, <laughs> decides that he takes the intrusion, looks at it, gives it to Parliament, and this half-assed, like, keeping with Danish demands, the Parliament issued a restriction on the fishing in those waters, saying, hey, don't do that. No one listen." And no one enforced it, so it was like it went nowhere at all. That reminds me a lot of when Andrew Jackson was like, "Hey, so if the uh, if the Supreme Court wishes to keep this ruling, let them enforce it." Let them enforce it. That's basically that. Like, like King Henry's like, "Ah, fuck it, you guys deal with it." And they're like, "Oh." (laughs) Alright, well, Knowing well, full it well that, letter no one cares. Knowing full well that no one was gonna do anything about it, that was his way of saying, Well, technically I told them to do it. <laughs> now, just to show you how quick people were to violence then, the English apathy for that concern would immediately lead to violence, and then eventually the Hanseatic War from 1469 to 1474. Jesus cause... Christ. I'm not gonna talk about the war. It's not gonna happen. I love how like all the mini wars that happened in Europe during this time period, they're just like, well fuck you and fuck you fight each other fuck you <laughs> i know yeah like just multiple kingdoms and half the time they're all fucking related to each other and then within like three months they were done and then like a couple years later and there's another our one. economy is destroyed <laughs> and there's another one a couple of years later so yeah what what makes that war more or less important to this whole thing though is that there were diplomatic efforts secured to finish the war get a peace going reach an agreement between those two kingdoms that would allow the English to fish in the Atlantic waters under basically a seven-year license, which meant for seven years you can fish in the Atlantic waters that are also ours. That's okay. After those seven years, you got to fuck off though. I'm going give them seven years to get what they wanted. So exactly. here's seven years' time. I think they were assuming that they would just not care at a point. <laughs> Here's seven fucking years to... Now what I love about this, because this whole thing was like, this was a fucking miscommunication here. <laughs> that provision then went into that, um... Oh, excuse me. Went into that peace agreement that was supposed to go to England to be signed from yeah. Iceland. That provision got struck from the peace agreement. <laughs> what? So they took it out? <laughs> I don't know why. It just said it was struck. And then, just wasn't there? Yeah. Um, oh, struck, no. <laughs> it got struck from the official peace agreement. And that ended up going to the Icelandic Supreme Parliament, which caused a pretty serious disconnection. which effectively meant that the English fishing boats were just intrude into Icelandic fishing zones fucking illegally. Wait, so the, the <laughs> English it's are it's operating it. under the fact that they think they can do this for seven years. Yes. Well, the Icelandic people are just like, wait, what? Yes. That didn't happen. <laughs> That's absolutely what's going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This whole thing is fucking stupid. It's like a text that didn't get sent. Like someone forgot to send a text message nowadays. Oh, God. <laughs> No, it's like yeah, you sent it. You thought. No, it's you like it. okay, this is what it is. It's like in a house, right? Yeah. The bomb's name is like Dana or some shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, wow. the, and the We're son's just
0: putting that one on blast. And the son's name is like Edward. <laughs> oh, so like, Dana thinks she sent Edward a text to take out the trash, like within the next seven. Hours. No, okay, so
1: <laughs> Edward I, thinks. I'm, ex- I'm interested. And Edward those.
0: thinks that <laughs> Dana's like, okay, Edward, take out the trash. But then Edward's like, okay, I got like seven hours to take out the trash. But then Damon thinks that Edward was supposed to take out the trash for, like, right now. Right, fuck now. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I was going to say, I almost put it in a better, or a different context. Like if oh, yeah, better. Done. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse my scenario, Jake. What's your better scenario? It's like when you send a text message that doesn't go through. You don't know it doesn't. Mm. So, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, bro, I thought we were meeting. What text message? <laughs> what text message? Basically. So, shooting forward. The 1800s. Yes. <laughs> going pretty fast. So, the whole time in between 1414 and the 1800s, to sort of succinct things up, you've got the British and the Icelandics kind of tolerating, but not really liking each other. Okay. So, they're they're tolerating each other to the point that they don't want to fight, but the problem is there are nationality issues, there's boundary problems, you know, there's just a lot of shit. Yeah, I would tie it up like that. King Eric is getting upset. <laughs> king Eric, at this point, is dead, but you are... Damn it! Gone. Who's the king now? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> all I know is there is a king or a leader, and that's all that matters when he becomes... Rest in brother. peace, King Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. What, you just, you just slapped you yourself in the yourself face? You just yourself like that? I smack myself <laughs> You're in just right. like, boom. I was Ow. like, what? Anyway, so, what happens in the 1800s, Lucas? You tell me. Well, what well, big technological if invention do we see? The uh, well, there's actually quite a few. We're talking about the cotton gin. <laughs> Thinking more in the room in the realm of transportation. Okay, but to be fair, that was also a big invention. That was a big invention. Yes, I should not have looked um, as open ended as I did. Uh, uh, the trains. <laughs> well, you're getting closer. Okay. Um, steamboats. Yes. Okay. Steam yes. Yeah. Let's go. I got it. Steam three boats. It Took me three guesses. But, great to be fair, you just like. Technological innovations in the 1800s. No. Which one? Um, the telegraph system. No, no, bring it back or not. <laughs> like, ah! um, uh, uh. Right. So we're talking about steamboat? <laughs> Pretty much. So with the 1800s, there was the advent of steam power. And the fishing rights issue, as you would assume, probably became worse. And it did because all of the boats that got steam power can now go further well let's be real it, it improved yeah. the ability for them to get there number one yes it, they were able to get there faster number two so it's only going to exaggerate all, oh, all these crazy issues that have been happening for years exactly so th- it was the fact that giving fishing boats that steam power meant that you had a better a longer range and a better ability to navigate independently sure because okay. up until that point you had basically had fishing boats that ran by sail in most cases, you're not going to go out with a sail into the fucking North Atlantic for reasons I feel like I shouldn't have to explain. <laughs> Let's get down there, <laughs> to business. <laughs> <laughs> because they basically would end up going and drowning <laughs> in the water. Lord, I think our, I think our sail is ripped. Uh, well, fuck. <laughs> up. Pretty much. Like, that's kind of how it went. But to give steam power, you had that faster speed. You could go out more often. You had that good good. You had that good good. That puff puff fast. That puff puff pass, man. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I That's good. No, that, this, I like this. I like this. This is good. So, that longer range and better ability for navigating by themselves meant that the fishing skippers and the fishing company owners decided they had to take advantage of that. This, in turn, meant that more ships were hanging out in Icelandic waters for a longer duration, meaning, as you said, <laughs> it's just exacerbating... These sons island. of bitches. This is just an old man with a skiff hat, sitting out on a dock with a fishing pole (laughs) in Icelandic, just saying, you motherfuckers. (laughs) I cannot believe this is still happening. (laughs) Bastard. (laughs) So, that, again, is a whole issue. And, again, these things do kind of move in big spats. But Mm. there's a building point to this in 1893. Are we boiling yet? Are we just getting close? We're getting there, man. We're starting to see the bubbles on the bottom of the pot. Oh, shit. (laughs) We put in the salt. And we have it on medium-high. Oh, shit. <laughs> Woo! That's how you know. That's how you know. So What the fuck is this punter? I love it. I don't care. So, around 1893, the Danish government decides to issue a limit on all foreign fishing to 50 miles from Iceland's coast. That's right, you motherfuckers. Yeah. 50 fucking miles. But the problem is, the British skippers... Basically played the Una reverse card and said, "Go fuck yourself." It's like, nah, that ain't where the hot spots are. We know where the clitoris of the sea is, and it's not there. Sherman, the known clitoris finders of the sea. <laughs> we will be the god gods. <laughs> <laughs> oh God oh this is great i love this so (laughs) you said it's like a dead oh this is great i'm just tickled (laughs) so the whole point was like i love this too it's just like the danish we're like hey um we're gonna limit it to 50 because it's causing us some concerns You're kind of taking advantage of this? Come on now, come on. on, Come on, come on. Maybe, 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 maybe. Let me just back the fuck off a little bit. (laughs) There's a British guy in a fishing boat that goes, No, you. (laughs) It just teeters away to go. You think I'm backing off? off? You back off, just just to to go find the clitoris of the sea. (laughs) Yes. So, he just kind of kept going out. And the problem was that the British Parliament effectively said that they wouldn't even recognize the law at all, which meant that what the- law <laughs> exactly? <laughs> it's just like I just I put my mind while I was writing this down. The meme of the kid that goes, "Oh, I couldn't I couldn't hear you there because I'm just mm, blocking out the haters." No, this would be like <laughs> this is just like so fucking. I love how a lot of these a lot of these fights and shit. It's literally just fucking bullshit. It's like the stupidest thing possible. It's just it like. I didn't see you write a law. What law? What law he's just crumpling it up <laughs> and throwing it in the fireplace? What fucking law? I didn't see no law. Put in the most diplomatic language possible. So I know. You, you tell, you tell Sire, whatever the hell his name Sire is. Sire Jorgenschnurgen. Uh, we never got that. We never got that statement. <laughs> we'll have to take it another four years to <laughs> fucking get here. You tell him to give us another seven years of reciprocity. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, 1896, they did just that. No, they didn't. <laughs> well, it, it kind of was that. So the British Empire at this point made an agreement with Denmark that allowed British fishing ships to use Icelandic ports to sort of, like, drop the catch and trade. Okay. Which is a big deal, right? Because, you know, if you're a fishing country, you're going to trade fish with other fishing countries. That's a of, big fucking deal. Kind of important, yeah. Kind of, yeah. So provided, however, that those boats going into ports had all of that fishing gear stowed upon entry, meaning you couldn't have the rigging... Or the Nets Or any of that shit That had to be away Away <laughs> I love how every time It's like appeasement for the British It's like listen Listen We don't like it But here's how we can make this not as bad right Just like oh, sorry. Just do these appeasement things Appeasement in Britain? Say it ain't so <laughs> Say it ain't so Never Chamberlain is a heartbreak. He said, "Fucking Weezer." (laughs) Weezer. Wow, that's an old. I did just make a Weezer reference. I love the the fucking radio waves are fucked for that one. Yeah, people are gonna hate this. I don't care. I'm sorry. That's okay. So. Uh, on top of which there is that the ships wouldn't fish within a certain point of that line again but again you really are asking people who don't give a flying what like a fuck I love all about this, this bl- whole thing all of this bullshit can just be congested down into no <laughs> oh yeah i'm just like nah i'm gonna fish where i want to fish it's like asking you hey can you like um cool your jets for a minute just wait in four months absolutely not fuck god damn it <laughs> i guess it's war <laughs> i guess it's war then Pretty much. So, from 18... Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. From 1896 to 1897, ignoring the agreement with the Danish, the British fishing trawlers continued to be fined for illegal fishing because, I guess, fuck your rule. And at this point in time, too, we should probably say some motivation behind this has probably got to be the sort of, like, colonialism slash, like, imperialism. Yeah. That we're yeah. starting to see where they're like, we are gods of the sea. We are the cod gods. Listen, hey, listen. We shall not use up the crown! Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me. I'm the cod god now. God damn it! (laughs) Just just fucking Tom Hanks' time travel (laughs) from the Mersk, Alabama, or whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's just looking bewildered. He's just like, what the fuck? What's going on? (laughs) Anyway, so, (laughs) in England specifically, because the Danish were basically running... Their navy up and down, catching British trawlers, arresting the captains, finding the captains, yada, yada, yada. The public outcry in England demanded to know why the Royal Navy hadn't been deployed to protect the fishing boats. Yes, why? <laughs> why? Who knows? Well, I'll tell you what, my friend. You might be asking yourself, Lucas. Did they deploy the Royal Navy to protect the fishing fleet? Hey, Jake, without? did they deploy <laughs> You bitch sweet ass they did. God damn it, why? I'll tell you They're man. not trying to hurt the fishing boats. No being like well, <laughs> it kind of becomes that at a point. I don't know. There is actually a situation we'll talk about in a minute here. The introduction of the Royal Navy resulted in at least two instances of British gunboats engaging in an armed standoff with the Danish. Why? Because fuck your fuck you bing bong. Hey, we're gonna put our nets down know. here, okay? Nah. Nah. You're not going to put your nets down. Because I tell you what! I'm sick and tired! Dude, I'll tell you one thing. If I were going fishing in a pond and a fucking, like, armed battle cruiser or whatever shows up with guns, I'd, I'll fucking go. I'll go. You don't You don't have to tell me. Are yeah, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready to leave. So, this whole situation of standing off basically ended, or, well, resulted, rather, in the 1899 Caspian incident. Oh, hell yeah. So, in April of 1899... The British steam trawler Caspian was caught fishing around the Faroe Islands. So, to give you sort of an idea of where that is, it's an archipelago or an archipelago. Archipelago, yeah. Is it archipelago or archipelago? Archipelago. Okay, I think that's just a pronunciation difference. But it's it's a sort of a... I've never heard just...
1: That's fine. I've never
0: heard anybody say archipelago. archipelago. <laughs> I mean that one twat in history class, but that's not me, so... It's archipelago. Yeah, good. I've never heard anything else. Good. Uh, and therefore, Roma, is red. Jamaica. <laughs> Thank you. But it was an archipelago between northern scotland and iceland there's basically just a cluster of islands in the unforgiving part of the atlantic and i actually tell you i'm not trying to throw shade on the pharaohs because people live there yeah <laughs> um i googled it just to know and be sure you know because i don't want to be caught with my dick in the wind again like last time with you put your dick away where is it where, tell is it, me where it is <laughs> it's somewhere that was pretty funny <laughs> it was but the problem was that the first Google image results of a map lower below, like, two rungs was just a story from, the Brit- like, a British newspaper in London talking about how the Faroe Islands that the locals oh, had, no. like, <laughs> caught and killed, like, 58 pilot whales. Oh. oh, my God. It was just people in the sea. It was red with blood. And it was just Why is, oh. it's a fishing community, man. I don't know. <laughs> they were just like, hey. Guys, you see those whales out there? You see that extin- you see that semi-extinct species. What out if, there? what if they weren't there? <laughs> How you cool just, would that be? Just planted water, like sea No, and then, boom. and then one guy's just like Jeff. That would not be cool. Why are you, you even talking about that? Our ass? Why would you? Why would you even say that? Well, he just guess... co- comes back covered in blood. Too late. <laughs> uh, look away in the next five seconds. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so anyway, it you're was... going in jail, Jeff. <laughs> So they were caught fishing by a Danish gunboat, which proceeded to arrest the vessel for illegally fishing inside the limit line. You are in the caught Which does make some sense, because, you know, it's kind of like night fishing here in the States. You don't technically do it, because the DNR, if they existed, would probably give you a fine. You can do it, it's just not necessarily... We wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't recommend it. It's really not that big of a deal, though. Yeah. You're just fishing at night, but yeah, it's not... You will get fined, yeah, if you get caught. So, the Danish gunboat, noticing, of course, naturally, that the British trawler was was telling them to go fuck themselves. What is that? (laughs) Just throwing flags. How dare you? Just. Oh, that is just obscene. (laughs) Oh, hell no. I'll tell you what, though, they decided to throw hands because the Danish gunboat opened fire on the fishing boat in an attempt to force her to throttle back. Jesus Christ. With li- well, first with blank rounds, then with live rounds. Oh, they're still not stopping. All oh, right. <laughs> so, naturally, because I think everybody was getting a bit shook, the gunboat did, All manage, these people to were catch- did, did manage to catch the trawler and ordered the captain to come aboard in order to explain himself. Let me ask you something, Lucas. <laughs> This captain dies, doesn't he? Um, kind of. <laughs> Do you think that from there the British were understandable and polite, forthright? Oh, they're gonna be assholes. You're goddamn right they are. Because they don't think they're doing anything wrong. So, captain... it's like the son who won't take the copper out. <laughs> so basically, what happened was see, the captain took off for the Danish ship, and the plucky bastards on the trolley took off and managed to get away. <laughs> So he's like halfway out in a fucking lifeboat And the trawler just fucks off home So the captain just gets marooned essentially, Effectively with people that are pissed at him Jesus Christ So the problem is They manage to get away But not before taking fucking severe damage Because the gunboat Then starts <laughs> riddling them with shelling rounds but Compton, we can't take much more. Full power! <laughs> Just—it's just the slowest sea chase ever. This boat just drifting away. <laughs> just drifting to the side. It reminds me of the Family Guy, like Star Wars episode. Just like, oh guys, hang on, I know some maneuvers. He just starts drifting to the left. Oh shit! Oh, I almost lost him. He, this guy does some maneuvers. Oh my god, he's drifting to the left. This guy that knows was some maneuvers. oh so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, "Sorry, in my mind, I'm just thinking of a Tie Fighter pilot. You know where they show like the cockpit yeah. in the movies, and he's just drifting slowly to the left. In this case, it was, oh god! In this case, it was the Millennium Falcon. But we are not a Star Wars podcast. That's true. So, if you want a Star Wars <laughs> podcast, go to Disney Plus. No, no, do not. They don't have podcasts. They have shows, Jake. Okay. Technically, those shows can have podcasts. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so." <laughs> meanwhile the captain now totally alone with a group of pissed off danish listen guys we've had some fun today but <laughs> <laughs> we've had some fun today he turns the chair around while he's on the boat hey let's all just have a minute <laughs> listen, guys let's all just i know chill out tensions are high <laughs> <laughs> so basically what happened was that he didn't die but they lashed him to the mainmast of the gunboat Oh, no. They didn't hurt him. They literally tied him to the main mast of the boat. Jesus Christ. And sailed back. Let's see how you were, like, flying in the wind. They basically sailed back to port and sent him. He was convicted of illegal fishing and attempted assault. What happened to him after that? I'm assuming he was traded out and he went home. I Again, this was... I did want to read more into this. There was a book. But I have to buy it and have it shipped to You're me. just like, nah. Yeah, I pay well for that one, unfortunately. Um, so, by 1901, the British and the Danish had eventually... Oh, sorry. The British and Danish eventually would reach what would be known as the, quote, Anglo-Danish Territorial Waters Agreement. That is way too complicated here, but yes, yeah, okay. That's fine. In short, the agreement set a sort of three nautical mile non-negotiable limit zone around Iceland's coastline and set the... Oh, place. so we're back from 50 to 3 now. I know, Ooh. yeah. And then from there, like, the next our disagreement was from 3 to 4. So the 50 to 3, the, the British won there. Like, you get within three miles of the coast now? Well, the problem, <laughs> though, is that all of that fishing area, or I think, it was it, like, yeah, I was going to say, like, you get within three nautical miles of the coastline, meaning you could have quite a lot going on. But the problem with what you just said was, not that it was wrong, was that you went from 50 to 3. I know. <laughs> that's a bit of a slap of a dick upon the face for the people of Iceland. It is, very much so. So, again, non-negotiable limit. But it set a political yeah, standard. Yeah, non-negotiable, that's just a, those are just words. like Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it set a political standard for the next 50 years. Okay. The thing is, of course, World War One kicks in and they put the kibosh to that agreement because, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> people are At dying. At that point, other things are kind of important. <laughs> but after World War I it ended from 1919 to 1938, the British fishing activity again kicked up around Iceland. Mostly, of course, because <clears> <throat> they had to recoup some of their losses. Listen, <clears throat> let's just go back, okay? Maybe they forgot. <laughs> you know maybe they're like a goldfish maybe they got like a 3 second memory I don't know. maybe they don't they don't have object <laughs> permanence they not really sure what that is so let's just go back in there right what's yeah. that is that ghost in the blood or what is that <laughs> <laughs> object permanence you know what it is i know what it is <laughs> so the falcon- it's why peekaboo works with babies <laughs> It is! Is that what the like that would be the worst way of the Brit being seeing the British's interaction with other people around the world? It's just like, oh, they don't have object permanence, so we'll come back in a bit. Listen, I probably forgot about this show. People in India are like, we will never forget. Yeah. 9-11, so, never forget. Never forget. Anyway. So th- but this illustrated the fact that the cod fields were so important to the British that it only pissed off the Icelanders more because they continued to intrude again. So, yeah. Oh, I, man. Anyway. oh so, nuts! So, <laughs> again, we got ourselves World War II electric boogaloo coming on. Oh, hell yeah, we do. To Appeasement 19- be damned. 1939 <laughs> to 1945, because we did learn our lesson with fascists the first time. <laughs> oh, we're back. We're back again. <laughs> Better than ever. So, in 1944, this is pretty big, Iceland officially received independence from Denmark. Oh, that's hot. That is hot. <laughs> now... Additionally, <laughs> I'm sorry. <I> just <laughs> Are you still laughing? You say it's hot? <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately. It's hot, but really, it's Iceland, so really, it's kind of cold, Ayo. though. Oh, this shit! I come from the land of the ice and snow. Ah. Okay. But the problem here is that, of course, Iceland has now got a fucking massive uh no. allied airfield oh no also on its grounds which it kind of wanted because to be so honest it's like hey, we're stronger now well i'll say this much by this point in time it was the americans there there's the whole thing with the british showing up on iceland making absolute jackasses out of themselves oh, no they were so inexperienced just like people occupying and they're like all right we'll um, we'll show them we can protect them We'll put up the shore battery. This is a real story, by the way. We can they, protect them, but what we need to do is make them scared of us being here. They put the <laughs> fucking gun in incorrectly. He couldn't fire. It. Oh, no. And somehow, in firing it, it killed the chicken. Same, same, Nigel. I don't think that gun is pointed the right way. <laughs> Basically, it like failed. It took them like four hours or something. They came back, and everybody's like, "Jesus Christ." Well, <laughs> <I'm> like, shit. <laughs> But the British were out and the Americans were in, and they liked the Americans a lot more because they love that goddamn deep-fried freedom. They love freedom! Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fucking hell of a way to <laughs> So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Na-na, we na-na. love America. Na-na, na-na. <laughs> so the whole point here is that in receiving independence, Iceland was its own country, able to make its own rules and laws. Hell it's, yeah! It's in its, which you know, is a good thing. Objectively, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. The only problem is Iceland really doesn't have a one hell of a navy. It's kind of a small country. <laughs> Sorry, I, just I remember. I remember the SpongeBob episode. It's just like the robots have gotten the navy, <laughs> not the navy, <laughs> not the navy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But in 1949, Iceland decided to move to abolish that three nautical mile agreement in the 1901 ADTWA. Listen, we gotta do some shit here. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get rid of this because ideally, to them, it just seemed like it was a national sort of—not an affront—but it was a, it was a bit of. So, a what platform. was the main issue? They don't want—they want British people to be able to fish there. They want them to allow Iceland its own territorial waters. The problem is here, the British are constantly... So they they don't want British ships in in there at all? Is what they're saying? I I would say to a point that was true. Okay. Again, this is a long... I'm trying to dissect this for me and the audience. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. And I'll explain it in the point that... I mean, the British were basically just disregarding every agreement that they put out. That's a very British thing to do. So (laughs) for people in Iceland now being a sovereign country, they wanted respect. But again, you're talking a country like Britain who just recently had owned, like, 75% of the fucking world. Yeah. Now was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think you want to respect, old chap. <laughs> and so they were basically saying, like, all right, we'll set the, the limit out further, but you can still fish around in the open waters. We can figure out something. And Britain was just like, huh, fuck you. Like, kind of that's what So they happened. were open to negotiation, but Britain was just like, nah fucking not directly non-negotiable but i think they were having a really hard time shaking that old like we own everything and we don't have to listen to you sort of vibe ha so it's that we call that one cunt syndrome so that's true <laughs> yes so yeah that basically was that uh, abolition pissed the british off because the british were like the fuck you don't no 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 <laughs> no you won't and in 1952 the uk and iceland attempted to reach a separate agreement on the fishing limits issue just like we said they were going to do yeah right Negotiations failed to reach anything solid. Iceland declared that the boundary limit would be expanded to four miles instead of the original okay. three. How do you think that made the British feel? <sighs> Probably not as happy as they should have been for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. Do you th- they did not. Co- they did not act collectively. Hell no. Hell no. They did. <laughs> You mean to say we lose another mile? <laughs> From Fifty-two to fifty-six, and I just you to, sons of bitches. I put this into terms that I want everybody to understand, considering the extension and just how it was a mile. The British calmly, collectively, flipped the fucking bed, and announced that it would impose strict sanctions on any Icelandic fishing trawlers selling their catch in British ports. Ha! <laughs> Listen here. You want to play this game? <laughs> We're going to put sanctions on your fish. Pretty much. Which is all that they have. We're going to make your whole economy not profitable. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like, when you think about, like, the, the scale of... It's about the same as saying, we will fuck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with me. <laughs> you will not fuck with a crazy guy. It's just Listen, like that. Look at my ass. Look at my ass. Look at my ass. It's just like that. It's exactly. just <laughs> like that. But I mean, and the fact is like to the Icelandic fishing industry, this hurt for a little while, <laughs> primarily because they sold to British markets. That's where the cod was going because the British loved their fish and chips. Were there other markets to go to? There were, but they weren't as profitable as the British because it just the British was are just like, really into fish and chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk You think about there's people guys. in Britain going, fuck you, I just want my fish and chips, get your shit over with. <laughs> I, know, I know, there's probably a lot of people that weren't within the fishing industry that maybe, outside of the nationalism bit, probably saw this as a bit stupid. I don't know.
1: We'll have I to would consult. have to
0: imagine, there has to be somebody there. We'll have to consult. But the fact is that for the fishing industry, though, this was a life and death scenario for them. In a really weird way. And we will get to that later, but not in this episode. But so not in this episode. The thing is, though... Politically, the Icelandic statesmen were pretty upset with Britain's seemingly yeah, outsized because, yes, reaction. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not letting a little thing like international sanctions stop him, a noted British businessman slash scam artist named George Dawson enters the stage. You gotta love it when someone's a notable businessman slash <laughs> scam artist. I wanted to have you take a guess. What do you think he was committed over for scam? Insurance artists? fraud. No. Ah, uh, what is it? He was buying... Military surplus in vehicles. Oh, and no. And selling it. <laughs> and somehow was violating the laws in the process. So it's kind of like mechanical fake value. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Stolen valor. <laughs> Basically, his intention in this was to cut out the middleman entirely and go to the source. The sweet, fishy. Get right to the source. middle, bro. He wants to go to that sweet, fishy source. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, that's going to be upsetting for somebody. It's definitely going to be. It's upsetting for me, and I did it. I know you did it. <laughs> And he wanted to basically get the fish directly and sell it as his own sort of middleman. Let's just get the fish, bro. I know. Pretty much. So, intending to make some cash out of this political shitstorm, Dawson basically circumvented trade sanctions and bought Icelandic fish Icelandic fish? Icelandish. <laughs> the the I, fish were Icelandic. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I mixed Icelandic and Swedish. That it was I, good, God damn it. I it, did was, it, again. it was just kind of funny, though. But. <laughs> They are selling them personally to people who would buy them. The British government almost immediately caught wind of this and ended up throwing the book at everybody involved. <laughs> blacklisting the people that bought the fish, the people who sold the fish, blacklisting Dawson himself. A lot of companies actually got kind of hit pretty fucking hard in England over All that. I love how they're just like, nah, this one person's doing this, so we're going
1: The uh, hair is coming down on everybody. Fuck
0: you if you were even closely associated You with tried this. to break the system, I <laughs> know. So, more importantly, though, was the geopolitical implications that this dispute may have. Oh, let's hear it. Let's fucking hear it. So, Iceland sits in the middle between two sides. Which ones do we think they are? Uh, (laughs) I'm so confused at this point. I'm not confused, but I am confused. So, let's just make this a thing here. I'll, I'll set the stage. Iceland has a massive fish sort of surplus. Okay. Okay, and you've got two massive superpowers at this point. Who are we thinking are going to have to get involved eventually? Uh, was it the 50s? Yes. So Cold War, so U.S. and Russia. Oh, God, yes. So, Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, yeah. So with Iceland in that surplus zone, the big power players in the area started pushing their interests, as they do. As you do, the USSR, <laughs> looking to push its influence westward, offered to buy up the surplus. Back in the USSR. <laughs> yeah. Now, for those of you who are listening, they're not totally sort of in tune with why Russia. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. Okay. I can okay. see it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So Russia's gonna keep up with England and not with England with uh with Iceland and be like, yo, we'll buy your surplus. We'll help you. Like, we'll help you sustain your economy. But then the U.S. is gonna be like, oh fuck no, Russia. We're friends with England. Fuck you. You ain't doing that. <laughs> In a way, in a way, but for the listener that's kind of like... Catty what? bullshit, all of it. Yeah. But, like, for the listener here right now it's like, why the fuck would the Russians even give a shit about Iceland is the fact that Iceland is sort of dead in the middle between, like, Russia and America. And yeah. you've got a whole body of water, but the problem is that in Iceland you've got a NATO... Let's space. scare the Americans into thinking that we're going to push into... Push communism into the Western Hemisphere and really just fuck with the Americans. Kind of, in that idea. Plus, for the Russians, you know, getting fish like that does help in the food situation quite a bit. Because, you know, as Russia, we know, doesn't have a lot of warm water ports. None. Not essentially. (laughs) Fishing doesn't really do much for them in the winter. Nope. But, that being said, they went and decided to approach Iceland and say, no, yes, yes, we'll, we'll buy fish. We'll, we'll buy, buy fish, fish. from yes, yes, yes. We'll take we yes, yes. That was a bad accident. That was bad, yes. They were going to buy that surplus, but not to be outdone by those godless fucking commies, <laughs> the U.S. pushed to, to buy out Iceland's surplus, along with Spain and Italy, because <laughs> America decided to drag two of its cousins with it <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> to listen, this fucking we got a great down. We have a great deal here, guys. Come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. Yeah, pretty much. And so... Now, instead of Russia, or not Listen, Russia. Italy, you guys had Mussolini. You owe us one. Spain, <laughs> what the fuck do you even do? You guys were in a fucking civil war lately. What the fuck's going have on? still a fascist dictator in charge. God damn, Spain. Yeah. Get your shit together. <laughs> now, primarily, like I said, on the surface, the reason for this was to buy the fish. Because, of course, there's a PR balance going on where the russians would look really nice saying like look at how outsized the british reaction is and we're giving help to this tiny like country that's just gotten its independence <laughs> we believe in the independence of new nations which as we know from the russians which currently at dating this podcast in january fucking whatever 2022 <laughs> we currently have the russians posed on the border of the ukraine right now ready to go we are ready, ready to go! And I'm not okay with this. <laughs> but the fact is that Iceland. Let well, I mean, just. You can't just bring it to Ukraine without me saying okay, something. Go ahead. <laughs> because I'm part Ukrainian. Let me tell you. You're 1/16th Ukrainian. No, uh, yeah, it's probably somewhere in there. Anyway, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I'm actually heavily Eastern European, so the funny thing is. Different parts of my DNA are technically fighting against each other because I know that part of me is probably also Russian and Polish. Polish. So I just that whole region is me right now. That (laughs) whole region is just your inner turmoil. Let me tell you that I'm definitely, I'm definitely rooting for the Ukrainian part of me right now because, oh, Russia should not be trying to annex that. Oh man, I was so upset when they're like, oh, the peace talks faltered. I'm like, oh fuck, no. (laughs) Russia, Putin's like, oh, this looks pretty. So you look pretty sexy, Ukraine. So if you're listening to this podcast somewhere else in Western Europe or Central Europe, we, as the podcast our hosts, might be in the upper atmosphere by next month. What? To blow up. That's not going to happen. I know we're not. I hope not. But I'm just saying. If Mutually happened, assured destruction means that that will almost never be the case. Because we have so many nukes that if someone were to nuke us, shit scared. would just die. Everybody I'm would be dead. scared, but that's okay. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this podcast kid. will never come out. <laughs> this episode will just never come out. There's your dystopian future. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> There's some one person. We're here <laughs> talking about Cod Wars, and we're just gonna be fucking dead. We're having to fucking laugh while currently the fallout <laughs> is starting to the see. Mushroom the mushroom clouds are coming. Oh, God.
1: So, uh, speaking fuck. of mushroom
0: clouds. <laughs> yeah. The fishing thing was all well and good on a pr level but deep down the reason why they really gave such a shit about iceland's position was that it was strategically important to nato yes so, in a nutshell iceland's importance was for two reasons you've got number one that iceland hosted a nato airfield at Kefulebig. that's hot yeah it is very hot ah that's hot that is hot all right anyway <laughs> what is this? what was the fuck was that ah <laughs> uh, yes that's uh ah uh talk (laughs) i was trying to i was trying to be will smith for a minute i'm sorry (laughs) anyway so it's about that time (laughs) we're both very tired um so that being said is that that kind of gave nato sort of an air cover situation in case you know the russians decided to do any sketchy shit (laughs) yes in the sea level at least because that's a big deal on top of which that if the soviets gained a foothold they could specifically incite protests against the nato presence there which did exist actually because people in iceland were like we really don't want to be the staging ground for your fucking war because again back then people really did think that we were going to go to war with them yeah there was So there's there's an understandable i think palpable almost fear there where they're like we really don't want our country to be blown to shit can you like move this airfield the fuck out of here okay (laughs) number two (laughs) Jesus Christ. Iceland's geographical position posed a serious choke point for the Soviet Navy as part of what is called the GI-UK Gap, which stands for the um, greenland Iceland uk Gap. Gastrointestinal? No. <laughs> so greenland Iceland uk Gap, which is basically th- sort of two water channel avenues in the Atlantic where the Soviets would have to send their submarines from any northern port. Yes. <laughs> it's just. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. In... In order to send a submarine from, say, like a Soviet port out to open water to go and like be around the United States or whatever, okay. you still have to go through there. Okay. That's that's what you couldn't go to the south because it's just too fucking shallow. <clears throat> okay. And you know, to the north, you have a NATO base that's patrolling constantly, picking up like where these submarines. Okay. Are. I follow. So if the NATO presence was removed, the Soviet submarines would be able to leave their bases and head for the Atlantic, almost undetected. Which, again, we're talking, like, it's the 50s, so we're not quite to the invention of the ballistic missile submarine, but it's a big fucking deal regardless. Right. So, in a glorious bit of historical irony that I just wanted to point out, and this is our last sort of ending point to our build-up to the first Cod War. How many Cod Wars are there? Three. (laughs) Each of them are short, though. They're very short. So, like, the first one's from, like, 58 to 61. It's really not that long. Okay. And it's just a lot of, like, harassing of each other. But that being said, though, the British efforts to fuck up Iceland's ability to try and, like, be independent got kneecapped by its closest ally. (laughs) Because instead of saying, like, oh, the Icelandics now have all this the Icelanders have all of the surplus fish and they have nowhere to send it. The Americans are like, we'll buy it. Oh, yeah. And England's like, what the fuck are you people doing? God damn it. Stop it. <laughs> so, effectively, Britain had to concede and later accepted Iceland's new four-mile limit in 1956. Okay. And after that, nothing happened ever again. That's how, that's how this should have ended. If you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I mean, that's how this literally should have ended. It should have. It should have been over. are a dumb species. <laughs> we are a dumb species of people. No, people are just fucking ridiculously fucking persistent. Teddy. Teddy. Like, no, listen, we're not. We're just going to bring this up again. <laughs> we're going to do it. <laughs> Fuck you. That's, ah, that being it said, all hurts. We will bring up the first Cod War, 1958 to 1961. The next okay. episode, ideally, we'll go through the three of them in pretty short order. We'll talk about the uh, sort of lasting consequences because there is a real big one. That's right. This is going to be a two-party, you fuckers. Yeah, I know. It's two-parter. Not an eight-parter like fucking Bay of Bigs nah, was. Nah, this is a two-parter. That I, Unfortunately, for such a big historical event that I was super excited to finish now, Lucas is so fucking done with that series, <laughs> it will never probably finish it. Because we were talking about the fucking red, blue, and green beaches. Like, they were fucking playing a game of Risk. It's like, well, this move, they decided here, we're going to do 70 degrees to the left, and we're going to walk seven steps. and But then on this beach... <laughs> I thought it would appeal to your sense of sportsmanship for football. I'm sorry. <laughs> I see that you're a crooked man, okay? Nah, I'm just bitter. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just bitter and single-minded. Just a bitter man. Anyway. anyway. Jesus. So we hope you enjoyed the COD Wars. Oh the beginning of the Cod Wars. Part one. <laughs> Part one. Part two coming soon. Stay tuned, uh, in about uh well this one'll be coming out this will be coming out to you next week, so we'll be recording this one uh Next week and then we're gonna be in with part two in here. Better if you want to we can intersperse a propaganda episode in mm, We might. Give we just might. Off, yeah. We'll see what can see what can <sighs> happen. You know? Maybe you'll get your research done on time. <sighs> There's always a chance. There's always <laughs> a chance. Maybe you'll fuck around. To be fair, I not. also write for a paper, so I'm that's sorry true, I also have know. a real job. And you're a two real jobs, actually. Fortnite player. <laughs> nah, I don't get paid for that. Uh, uh that's just what I do to have fun. Anyway. Anyway. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um you can give us some reviews if you want. Uh, send us. A, we'd like you to, but to be honest, be gentle. We're we're sad soldiers. Send us an email if you want to as well. We'll like email you back. Um, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> we appreciate all you out there. Lucas has we, got a boxed email. Have right a great row. end of your January. Well, not end. We're in the middle of January well, now, so we'll be putting on more time episodes, out more episodes. Yeah. Anyway, peace out, everybody.